greenteaguru.co.uk offers green tea, white tea, black tea, oolong tea, and we absolutely love pu'er tea with offerings of Misty Peaks, Yunnan Sourcing, Mung Hai, and Shaguan. We regularly visit Hong Kong and Guangdong, sourcing out very interesting and special cakes for your tea table. Green Tea Guru, based in UK with worldwide delivery. Hey, this is Ollie from Green Tea Guru, and this is 90s Loose Raw Pu'er. Let's see what she tastes like. So guys, I know the lighting is absolutely terrible. It's a dark, I'd say winter's night, it's nearly winter, here in the UK, and there's just no lighting at all. I do apologize. Um, so I sourced this in Guangdong um, on my recent tea trip. Um, I was told that this has had about four years Guangdong storage, uh, four or five years. Um, extremely dark, extremely dark. And uh, the aroma of the dry leaves is very sort of earthy. Uh, what you would expect in um, an extremely old tea. So it's a 90s pu'er, 90s raw pu'er. It's interesting because in those days, gu shu and single estate weren't really a thing. Um, so most likely this is gonna have some gu shu in it. Uh, probably not a great deal. It could be a blend, or it could be from a single area. Um, we don't have that information. All right, so uh, for the time being anyway, I've ditched my large guy one. I know you guys are used to me having a massive guy one, but I've really um, decided to um, go with these little mini guy ones. I, th I think they are pretty cool, especially for, you know, single use or just testing out teas. Um, so that's what we're gonna do. Instead of doing um, just maybe three or four infusions with you guys, I'm gonna whisk through a load, because um, I know this particular tea, when I was sitting down uh, and buying this stuff, uh, we probably went through about 25 plus infusions, it was still kicking out, um, a seriously good tea. So I don't know how many, how many grams I've got in there, maybe five, probably less than that, to be honest. Um, what you can do when testing out these older teas, is to drink the rinse or taste the rinse to, to give yourself a better idea as to um, how this tea has been kept. So let's go for the aroma. A fair bit of earth in there, okay? But not overly. It's not really, really super, super earthy, but it's definitely got that. Okay, so this is the wash. If this was being kept in Guangdong uh, since the, the mid 90s, this would taste, um, well, if it was in a very wet stored area, it would taste very, very sort of murky and, and dirty. Um, but it's, I mean, I could drink this to be honest. It's fine. Um, fairly kind of, um, I wouldn't say, yeah, muted in flavor. Uh, 
but nothing, nothing untoward, nothing untoward. First infusion. Now that's a beautiful sort of copper, that colour. Um, sub five second infusions I'm doing. Very dark indeed for a raw, just shows you its age. Let's do a quick close up on the first infusion. Okay, these are the wet leaves. So dark. And look at that. That earthiness is, um, is, is pretty apparent, but it's just not overbearing at all. Um, pretty smooth, pretty smooth. Um, it's not really letting you know much about it right now for the first infusion. I mean, um, it's, it's, it's very easy going. You can just sling this back, to be honest. What I remember is that, you know, further into the infusions, probably infusion number five onwards, there was still a bitterness um, in the tea, very, very low, but it's still there. And that indicates that this tea can still be aged further. Um, incredible, really. From the other tastings I've tried before of, um, of aged pu'er, um, I've had the wonderful opportunity of trying 70s, 80s, and 90s raw pu'er. Um, I would suggest that this um, 90s version is most likely um, a 95 or perhaps under. I mean, it may well have been kept in Guangdong a little bit longer than sort of five years, potentially, but um, if that were the case, um, it certainly wasn't in overly wet conditions uh, because this, this tea would be screaming at me right now with all those dank notes, uh, which we're not getting. The tea is just getting darker and darker. I don't know what that smell is. Maybe a slight sort of pastry smell. Tiny bit of sweetness in there. Um, but really what we're experiencing is, is the aged taste. So if you haven't tried an aged raw pu'er before, of course there'll be variants, um, you know, they're not all gonna taste the same. But remember that people in Yunnan created ripe pu'er to assimilate what an aged pu'er tastes like. And in um, many respects, um, it is fairly similar to a ripe pu'er. So it's got that sort of earthy taste. Very smooth, um, very kind of, um, it's not bright and shouty, it's very relaxed and you can just chug, you know, chug it down. However, <clears throat> what they didn't manage to replicate in ripe pu'er was the slight complexities that you would notice in a raw. Um, so already, I mean, this is the second infusion, it's got that, that deep kind of earth going on, but it's got some bold flavors wanting to poke up behind it. I can't quite work out what it is yet because we're so low on the infusions. And what I remembered uh, when we were drinking this in, in Guangdong was further down the road, we should notice um, a very uh, bold Chinese medicine taste is the only thing I can describe it as. I describe it as Chinese medicine taste because that is the standard name for that sort of taste. I don't even know what Chinese medicine tastes like, but I know what they're trying to say with the taste. And this is something that you can only really get in pretty old um, Sheng. Um, 15 years onwards, I'd say. Mm. 
maybe some kind of leather coming through. I wouldn't say this is an, ex an, um, uh, an expressively complex tea at all, but what it is giving you is bounds and bounds and bounds of aged taste. Third infusion. It's almost as if the, 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 the earth flavors are starting to sharpen up a bit now, getting a bit more expressive. Still very, very smooth. Um, and it comes at a good price as well, because this is sitting at around about 20 pounds for 100 grams. 20 pounds for 100 grams. You know, um, that's the price of, of um, you can't even buy Gushu at that price, <laughs> I don't think. Or you can just about buy Gushu for 20 pounds, 100 grams. Um, so, you know, not too expensive. So if you've never tried a fully aged raw before, um, give it a go. I bought everything this guy had. He only had, I think, three and a half kilos, so there isn't much here. Um, so this will probably be around for a, less than a year and it will be gone, so. And it's interesting because, you know, um, I wasn't expecting this to pop up. Um, I've dealt with this tea, this particular tea dealer before. And I bought some tea and I, I came round again this time and I, I did my rounds and I came round to him and I bought a load of his tea. And I was just about to leave and he said, oh, you might be interested in this, check this out. <laughs> And I said, what is it? It's 90s raw pure. Yes, please, sign me up. I'll have a taste of that. Infusion number four. So we sat down, we tried it. Um, I did the, the various tests uh, to make sure it wasn't shoe. Um, just to let you guys know, if you're, if you're not sure, uh, if someone's trying to pass off some um, some shoe to you and, and they're saying it's sheng. Uh, very simply, you grab one of the stalks. Let me try and find a stalk here. A stalk, um, I'll do a close up in a minute. Um, and you give it some flexibility. And if it breaks in two, then it's fully fermented, it's shoe. Uh, but if it's bendy and flexible like this, um, then it's sheng. Um, so if ever you come across someone saying they've, they've got some 40, 50 year old sheng and would you like to buy it, do these little tests. So yeah, we tried the tea, very, very good. We got through 25 plus infusions. Um, I said, how much have you got? Three and a half kilos. <gasps> well, I'll take what you've got. <laughs> and this is kind of how it works sometimes, um, you know, when you're buying stuff. Um, for these larger vendors, three and a half kilos is not really enough to do business with. Um, for me, yeah, sure. I mean, you know, I just love finding these um, treasures, bringing them back, doing a video and sharing it with you guys, to be honest. And also when I found the, um, the Laos um, Malcha, the Gushu Malcha from Laos, the guy only had just over two kilos or just under two kilos, I think. Around two kilo mark, but that's all we're talking about. That's all that was there. Um, great tea, great price. Um, two kilos, yeah, I'll grab some. And when that comes through, by the way, um, make sure you try some. I mean, for the price point, just really, really good. Infusion number four, um, it's, it's, it's not sort of plateauing. It's sort of going up very, very slowly. I'm doing five second infusions. Um, and you know, we're infusion number four, but you know, I could carry this on half a day, I think. <laughs> infusion number five, I think actually, even if you're not a Sheng person, you're a Shu person, and hopefully you're watching this video because you're probably not, um, you should try um, an aged Sheng Pua um, because it's gonna be very similar to what you're loving in a Shu, and really the original um, of what it's based on. You should try it out because, you know,
you're not gonna get any of those bright, shouty flavors that you don't like in a shen. Um, it's really not like that at all. So some slight bitterness coming out in, in fusion number five, but it's so minor. It's just sort of a tingly sensation around the, the tongue. The earth is still there, it's still present. Feels like it's kind of coating the back of my throat, kind of. A bit of an odd sensation, I don't normally get that. <clears throat> it's nice. Fusion number six. The leaves are still sort of clamped in, they're not really opened up. Seven. Running out of things to say. <laughs> still kicking out that flavour. Quaffable, 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 quaffable. Leaves are starting to open up a bit. Infusion eight. It's getting richer, maybe a, a tiny bit of minerality. A lot of that aged taste. That earthiness is really sort of getting quite heavy. What I did, I, I, I brewed this for probably 10 seconds. I, I wanted to go a little bit harder. And yeah, just really stronger flavor. But I haven't used too much leaf, to be honest. Not a lot of leaf at all. Uh, fusion number nine. These like this feel like they can just go on forever. All right, guys, so if you're unsure as to whether your tea is a shu or a sheng, tests like this will help. So here's a stalk. Try and do this properly. You see it's flexible. It's not really breaking apart. This means that it is a sheng. If this was a shu, i.e. a ripe tea, this will just be falling apart because Another close-up of the loose leaf. Uh, infusion 10. Still kicking out flavour. And it will do for another 10-15 infusions most likely. Um, what I noticed last time is after a infusion 18 to 20, um, it was calming down. It really was calming down. Um, but um, that sort of dark aged taste was still there. A bit muted compared to previous um, infusions, of course. But no sign of slowing down, really. I mean, the, the broth is still going to be dark. And you can carry on if you wish. So guys, infusion number 10, I think I'm gonna give it a rest now. <laughs> so um, if you're interested in buying this tea, uh, this is on the website right now. Um, we have under, well, we probably have about two and a half kilos left, so it's not gonna be around forever. Um, grab yourself some, see what you, um, see what you feel about it, and leave us some reviews. Um, thank you very much for stopping by. Keep on cupping, people.